Did your church like renounce Santa? I'm curious about this. No, I it was it, there was always a weird. It was almost as if Santa was the relative that like did something weird one year and <laughs> hasn't come back since. That's kind of the vibe we got around Santa. Like, like he let oh, the kids know, like ride in the car without seatbelts and like he had an open can of beer in the car. We told Aunt Bertha she was fat, like something like that, like something to the extent of just offending the entire congregation. Because it'd be like, oh, man, I'm asking for this for Christmas from Santa. Oh, well, don't forget who's the real reason for the season. Dearly beloved, welcome to the Unblessed Podcast, where we inquire and exposit the mysteries of that ancient text, that good book itself, the Holy Bible. We are not theologians nor historians. We are but armchair philosophers who spent years in seminary or on a church staff and have since departed to make our own way. We invite you now to read, think, and laugh with us as we dive deep into the denominational doctrines of the divine in the Unblessed Podcast. Welcome to the Unblessed Podcast. My name is Evan. And I'm Scott. And we are two ex-Christmas carolers. Scott, did you ever go Christmas caroling? I did. I I did uh, it a couple often? times. Like, oh, you did a couple. I just did it the one time. One time. But, how old yeah. were you? <laughs> Who was there? What were you wearing? <laughs> Where were you? Where, Where were you? we? What time was it? <laughs> uh, I was probably about 12, I think. I went with my church. Um, and we just kind of went around and Christmas caroled the other church members in our neighborhood. <laughs> Isn't, oh, you mean basically ministry? Yeah, ministry or being a bitch. <laughs> I don't know. Like, <laughs> I just feel like, I feel like every time we did something ministry related, it was just helping out other people at church or other, like, rarely yeah. were we really in the community helping. It was more like, oh, okay, you know. Mrs. Dickinson needs her, I don't know, yard rake. It was a bit of a rush to it because it was like, hey, let's go on this this doorstep. All right, one, two, three, four. On the first day of Christmas, my true love gave to me. And you just wait until they get out there and they're just kind of like bopping along. And then it comes to a natural end where it's like, all right, yeah, we're done. Did you? Okay, this is a good question with the mechanics of Caroline because I've only done it a few times. And I think I did it differently each time. But did you start singing whether or not they would answer the door or did you knock first, wait for someone and then start singing? I think we did knock and start singing. I don't know why, but that seems hilarious to me (laughs) that someone could be in their house having a crisis. (laughs) Come up and sing. Like someone could just found out the news that grandpappy is not coming Breaking home for Christmas. Breaking and entering just happened, and we get the person. Someone just got their in. college uh, like denial letter in the mail. They're checking the door, and they see your mug. <laughs> Baby, it's cold outside. Did you guys also do non-church songs? 
I don't know. Santa, baby, if you really can. <laughs> this next one's by Ariana Grande. <laughs> Hit it, Evan. <laughs> wow. I, I don't. Jingle bells. That was like the big one yeah. that we did when we would like get in front of a door is we would like knock on it and then go a one, two, one, two, three, four, jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. And it was a bunch of like hyped up on Mountain Dew middle schoolers and high schoolers, like singing it as fast as they can. Yeah, of course. So yeah. the best, that was what, that's what, that's what Christmas caroling was in East Alabama, West Georgia. <laughs> well, I, I think I only did it maybe two or three times. I recall, doing the neighborhood around our church. And we just went up to random doors, people we didn't know. And I think we took the approach where we were knocking. And if nobody was home, then we went on to the next door. But I think we hit a, a streak of like zero, like completely striking out, like 10 in a row. And at one point, someone was like, Let's just sing in the middle of the cul-de-sac. So we just like sang in the middle of the street. I do remember that. Like we weren't on anyone's necessarily like porch, but we were just in the middle of the road singing a couple songs. Uh, another time though, I do remember I caroled at a retirement village with my the worship band. And I was the hot lead singer, Evan, if you can imagine me wow. being even hotter than I am now. Wow. But fathers hide your daughters. <laughs> so the, all the, the ninety-year-old women the were just beyond themselves when I stepped up to the tiny stage next to the cafeteria. Who's the little one? I like him. <laughs> <laughs> Who's that translucent one singing? He's reflecting all the. All the Christmas lights off his body. You know I like an Irish one. We used to not be allowed around Catholics. <laughs> I'm not Catholic. I'm actually Southern Baptist. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> now you got my, got my socks in a bundle. Ah. Um, yeah, I'm so, have to change my diaper. <laughs> diaper change on aisle five over here. Miss Moran, we're going to have to ask you to leave the premises. You're getting these old ladies too hot. We're running out of diapers. (laughs) We're running out of diapers. (laughs) It is a disaster over here. Let me sing another one for just for you, honey. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, we we did that, and that was strange. Uh, Now it's coming to me. We also caroled one time in a Chick Fil A. I remember doing that inside a Chick Fil A. Why the fuck? Why the fuck not? <laughs> Again, it was my worship team in the Chick-fil-A. I feel like Chick-fil-A is the weird friend with a truck. Oh, elaborate. Because like you need a truck to move. Yeah. Like you need some you need their help. Like and what you go to them for is like, all right, th- like this is good. They provide a good service to me. And then they're like, but yeah, see all my 9 11 Bush did it posters <laughs> over here? Like, you know, like, see all my Kim Trails posters in the background? I would really love to talk to you about this. Like, there's something about Chick fil A where it's just like, man, I like their chicken, but 
every story I hear about Chick-fil-A from like, yeah, I, fundraisers and everything is all just weird and odd. Chick-fil-A, it, it, I don't it never really surprises like, me. Yeah, I. Their chickens, it's fine. I'm not going to, you know, it's it's, it's, it's fried okay. chicken. It's fine chicken, but uh, I'm not fighting to go there. I don't see the. No, I don't. But. That's neither here nor there. It's Christmas time. We're not. We're not here to to it's chat Christmas about. Time. You know, to bring down Chick Fil A. We are putting the Christ back in Christmas. You we heard are. it here first. Yes. There's a war on Christmas sanity. I'm glad you said it because no one else has. Yeah. It's no one has war. it worse than straight white Christian men in this country. Thank you for being brave and saying that. Yeah. I. Someone's got to say it, and yep. I'm going to say it. No one's got it worse, and. <laughs> We are putting the Christ back in Christmas. Um, we're it's people the, forget every the, year. I I don't know why this yeah. conversation happens every year because the stupid people out there who just want to buy gifts for their family and have fun and have a warm meal and just hang out and have a couple days off work. What a bunch of idiots! It's about Christ. You know what Christmas is about yeah. Christmas is about Jesus. Being born in a manger. That's right. Because there wasn't enough room at the inn. That's right. And Joseph and Mary were uh, trying to escape King Herod, who wanted to kill every single baby. Yeah, it's not hard. And so we celebrate that by... That is something we need to teach to our kids about the killing of babies. Exactly. So people need to know why we bring trees inside our house to celebrate Christ being born as a baby, a perfect baby that never sinned. Yeah, why do we, like, what is the reason behind hanging ornaments on a tree to celebrate Jesus' birth? Yeah. It's obvious. Not his crucifixion, just his birth. We have another holiday. Just We're just for, ho- we got another holiday where we hide eggs and talk about a bunny. Yeah. Regarding he needs at least two holidays per year. Yeah. And if we two forget one, that's, it's really bad news. We can't it's forget really bad news. Both. If you get both of them, then it's, it's worse. Yeah. Like, you're going to hell. Absolutely. Yeah. It's, but... Yeah. One is not enough. Like if you celebrate Easter in the traditional way, great. But you have to do both. You can't just do one and have fun on the other one. You gotta have a boring holiday that's very worshipful and somber every year. Do you know what the first country that was that did the Christmas tree? Uh no. I don't. It, uh, probably Germany. <laughs> um, but it doesn't matter because <laughs> it's about Jesus. <laughs> It's well, about Christ. We're bringing Christ into the home so that he, because there wasn't room in the inn, and so the tree is Jesus and his family, and we're bringing him into the home, unlike the shitty innkeeper who didn't. <laughs> I'm just tired of everyone buying all these video games and toys and books and just, like, candles. I'm going I'm to get my son Call of Duty. There's a higher Call of Duty out there. Sir, the duty to evangelize to your neighbor who's the duty a Democrat. of Jesus calling you to serve him and tell your family about the real meaning of Christmas, which isn't fucking Santa Claus. Yeah, don't buy your kid Fortnite skins, buy them afterlife skins with <laughs> Christ. I, I tried, I have no idea where that was going. <laughs> Buy your kids their real foreskins. Oh, my God. Foreskin night. Go to the rabbi. Buy them back. 
Well, you know what they what someone has finally made to I'm so help glad they did and combat this huge problem with Christ being forgotten every year for Christmas. He's forgotten every year. I always forget about Christ because Same. everybody does. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I I'm get so busy with I'm my just like Jesus who? You know, I'm just a busy busy guy, you know, like where I do all these sinful things all day long. I'm I just there's no room for God in my life. So I've murdered at least nine people today. Yeah. In between murders, how am I supposed to remember Christ this Christmas? <laughs> and stealing from my neighbors and coveting my neighbor's busy, ass. This busy <laughs> holiday season of murder and mayhem. How am I supposed to remember? And it's soup season. <laughs> <laughs> what am I supposed to do? Juggle all these? I can't. Yeah, I need, and how am I supposed to raise my children in the right way so they can understand that Christ is not just a bunch of hoopla and Santa and mumbo jumbo about Starbucks yeah. red cups? Yeah, exactly. Well, but somebody, somebody made it. Tell us, tell us about it. It's JesusDoll.com. That's all I got to say. That's JesusDoll.com. JesusDoll.com. It's the perfect gift, and I'm going to read from their homepage. Do it. come. <clears throat> the Talking Jesus Doll was made by Christians to help raise children with the love and lessons of Jesus Christ. Teach your kids before the world does. Wow. And it's it's uh it's supported and endorsed by wonderful companies such as Newsmax, Fox News, yeah. One yes. America News. Oof, that's a... Mm. And the Victory Channel that has seven oh. viewers. I, don't, I have yeah, no idea what that is. <laughs> uh, what a monstrosity. Let's, let's, let's walk through this a little it bit. Has, it has dead eyes, um, uh, yep. always smiling. Yep. Even when is he's... Is that a hat or it's hair? I don't know. Oh, like is it like a kind of a droopy kind of... Droopy hat. Hat cowl thing? Yeah, I think it's his hair. Probably. Um, it it gives it does uh, it says ten phrases from the Bible, and I'm going to read them out right now. One of them is from Deuteronomy: No one whose testicles are crushed or whose male organ is cut off shall enter the assembly of the Lord. <laughs> That's and the best thing we I can actually, teach our kids this Christmas. I actually, I actually have one right here. I'm going to use it, and I'm going to say the next one. Okay. I'm going to use it. I'm going to, okay, I'm going to squeeze it real fast. Then Judah said to Onan, go into your brother's wife and perform your duty as a brother-in-law to her and raise up offspring for your brother. Thanks, talking Jesus. I don't know what you said. And frankly, I don't care, Evan, because I know it was from the Bible, so it's important. It's from the Bible. So Let's try another one. Let's try you. another one. All right, let's squeeze it real quick. If two men, a man and his countrymen, are struggling together, and the wife of one comes near to deliver her husband from the hand of the one who is striking him and puts her hand and seizes his genitals, then you shall cut off her hand. You shall not show pity. Thanks, Jesus doll. Thanks, Jesus. My kids need to hear that today because every time they're at the playground, they can't get their hands off each other. Well, especially each other's genitals. Let's let's do let's do one more. Yeah, I want to hear more. one more okay. one more verse from Jesus. Okay, Jesus doll. All right, I'm gonna squeeze it real quick. Yet she increased her prostitution, remembering the days of her youth when she engaged in prostitution in the land of Egypt. 
She lusted after their genitals as large as those of donkeys, and their seminal emission was as strong as that of stallions. Uh, all I heard was, for God so loved the world right there. That's what I heard. Uh, I didn't hear anything else, but we need to keep Christ back in Christmas and in our schools. Exactly. Absolutely incredible. Um, exactly. My favorite part of this website is there's just some random captions. Someone just put together like the quickest little Squarespace site. Not that we're sponsored by them, but Squarespace, if you're listening, we could use a little sponsorship. But I mean, we could use a little bit. A little under, under the yeah. table. You know, Listen, honey. <laughs> but there's a one caption where it shows somebody holding the doll and it says, in big letters, they see a toy. You see a tool. <laughs> I love oh, man, that. Perfect. Somebody never proofread this site at all. I know. It's it's the it is indoctrination in words. Yeah. Like, hey, could you just write a phrase about indoctrination? Sure can. Yeah, no problem. I think I love the other one, which is a great way to start a conversation about Jesus with your child. Yeah. Or anyone, if you so fucking walked up to me <laughs> with this doll and just squeezed it and let it say whatever the fuck it was going to say, I would call the police on you. What kind of tactic is this? That, that you yeah. just bring a doll to a conversation about Christ? Start a conversation. It doesn't say use it as a conversation tool. It says start a conversation with anybody. Anyone. With any, anybody. Go anyone. ahead. Anyone. Just start it up. Just bring a doll, let them talk, and then watch the convo flow, baby. Because that's how it's going to work. There's also an FAQ section at the end of the website. And just for a reminder, FAQ is frequently asked questions. So I'm assuming they got absolutely bombarded by the Christian community with emails and questions and phone calls. Just phones just off the chain. Uh... But my favorite, it says, do you offer discounts in bulk quantity for churches on mission? And they answer with a resounding yes. So, listeners, here's the proposition. Should we order a thousand of these Jesus dolls at a low price and then pass the savings on to you? You tell us. Please. (laughs) If we get just five people to say yes... We will do. Evan will personally finance this missional tool, right, Evan? Oh my God, I if I buy them, I will send five hundred to you. That's not all of them, so I'll take it. <laughs> what a piece of crap! What a man! I just can't believe I'm alive during a time where this is. This something. doll is a foot tall. Yeah. I do want to know how much it says. It doesn't even give you a price. It just says, get yours and order it. I, I have to know how much these cost. Yeah, how much is this? If I go to shop, your card is empty. Keep shopping. It's $35. $35. Yeah. Get four for $99. Why would you need multiple Jesuses in your house? Why? Why? I, I can't do this. I'm Never mind. I'm out. I don't want to do this anymore. Evan, what are we talking about today? What's Christmas? 
Christmas. We're talking about Christmas today. Evan, how many Christmas services have you attended in your life? Not that many, if I'm being honest. Not that many. Um, I think, yeah, I don't think I've actually been to that many. The one that I used to do in high school, we did a candle night service, a candlelight service. Oh, classic. Candle, candle service. Yeah. Um, and so we had, like, the wax candles with, like, the little, like, shield for your hand yeah when it starts to like melt um but we were lighting it and at some point someone's went out but then other people started to go out and so we had to do this thing where we like reversed around the room while we were singing silent night because we were supposed to be singing silent night at that point someone do another verse one more round right but it was just like oh shoot shoot we gotta go can I get yours? Can I get yours? Oh, you're going out too. Oh, okay. And it's sort of like going in a different direction. <laughs> so you just set the carpet on fire just to keep a little local so, flame yeah. going. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we did every year. It was like a every year tradition. In our we house. did every year. I just didn't go to them that much because it was like, wow. I don't know. I just, I wasn't really, I never really saw the appeal of a Christmas Eve service. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Well, have fun in, in hell, a, Evan. I know. I was in a Christmas <laughs> choir performance. Okay. A Christmas cantata, if you will. You may. Yeah. It's not a Japanese sword. Um, <laughs> but a cantata is just like a musical storytelling. And that's what I was in. And I sang in it. And I was really good. So. Did you sing in it or did you also do some storytelling? Like, did you dress up like a like a Christmas hobo and like tell them the meaning of Christmas in between songs? I was like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, like a some, like, rich guy, open some rich guy can of beans kicked, as a hat. Exactly. <laughs> some rich guy kicked me in the face and I was like, I'm the true meaning of Christmas. <laughs> They're like, we gotta get that part one more time. Give him a good kick right in the face. <laughs> really sell it. I'm the true meaning of Christmas, Master White. Um, uh, I, I don't know if I ever did or like a Christmas play or like, I mean, I did Christmas, like I did a choir around Christmas, but never, I can't, we ever, never did a nativity. We never did a nativity uh, play or anything like that. I wasn't um, any big production ones. Like, and we used to do like a big Christmas pageant, but yeah. I never did that stuff. We always did a youth group. It used to do a hip hop dance once a year. And I did a hip hop dance for Christmas. One year to evangelize so, other people. That's so turn of the century. <laughs> <laughs> it was to uh, the song, gosh darn it, <clears throat> Who You Are, I think is what it's called. It's like, we worship you, hallelujah. Do you know that song? No. Ring a bell? It's by Israel and New Breed, but uh, anywho. Oh, yeah. So we did a little hip hop is, is I wouldn't even call it hip hop. It was 30 white children uh, just stepping in time for about four minutes. That's called hippity honk. 
Hip honk. There it is. Found it. But I never did a nativity play. So you never, you never did a nativity, like a shepherd no, or Joseph did, or anything. No nativity. No, 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 um, no shepherds. Did your church ever have like, but you had some at church, right? Like other people. Would you ever have like a nativity play? At church? No, no never? I don't think we had wow. kind of the space for it. That was kind of our deal. Oh, you were in. Um, I forgot I was in like elite church. Right? Yeah, I remember that Scott Scott went to Joel Osteen's church. <laughs> it really wasn't, but it was. <laughs> Meanwhile, I was going. I don't know. Scott, was your was your gym floor carpeted or wood? It was wood. It was a yeah. wood gym. Yours is just like you had just a cardboard box with a service run by rats, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Corporate box with two tickets. Amen. Amen, brother. Amen, brother. Amen, brother chatter. Uh well we did I think I've talked about this before, but we did like a full on Christmas pageant for the community, like for I don't know how many years five or six, seven years. Uh, but part of that was a big nativity slash. We also threw in the crucifixion and resurrection. It was like a whole story of Jesus thing. So it was like a nativity scene one. Then it was like the early life and ministry of Jesus and then a crucifixion and resurrection scene. Every single word and verse in that holy Bible points to the cross. Boy, I haven't heard you put on that thick of a. That was every single letter. How did you make cross stroke? a four syllable word right there? <laughs> <laughs> every single stroke of the pen <laughs> points to that old rugged cross right there. On a hill far away, far away, stood an old, stood an old rugged, rugged cross. cross. Boy, I uh, <laughs> I lost my train. I thought you were so subtle for a second. I forgot who you were. Um, but we would do the nativity and crucifixion scene. But I always thought it was interesting because, you know, it was like a very happy atmosphere. You know, we had, like I was saying, like a hip hop dance. We had like some song specials and like the kids would do a little thing. But then we'd cap off the night with watching my friend's dad get nailed to a cross in the middle <laughs> of the sanctuary. It was like, ooh, like Mr. Christ Martin. Is born. Christ has friends. Christ is dead. <laughs> it was a lot. <laughs> but um, a thousand people, 100,000 people got saved every year at that show. hundred The same 100,000 people every year. <laughs> that, that's right. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> 100,000 people in attendance. Yep. It was insane. Um, but I, I was never actually in a nativity, and I don't think I ever missed anything. I never really wanted to be a shepherd or like an angel or anything like that. But um, we never had any snafus, though. I always like, I've seen churches where, you know, angels have fallen out of the sky, or I don't know, people's like nativity scenes have blown up or fallen over. I've never seen any of those hijinks in my own church, so I don't know if you well, have any. Jesus and Mary have a domestic right there. <laughs> Evan and the carolers at the door the whole time. Yeah. I told uh, you, Mary. 
Who is this guy? Why are you pregnant? Who is this guy? Why are you pregnant? Jingle bells, jingle bells. <laughs> I think one of my favorite things online, right, that comes around every Christmas time is talking about how ridiculous the little drummer boy is. Oh. After, yeah, let's talk about some of these have, songs. Yeah. To have a child play the drums at a new mother who has just given birth. I, nothing screams silent holy night like a yeah. child playing drums. Just, oh man, I just gave birth to the world. Uh, Watch this. I've got a double kick pedal. Bucket of fish, bucket of fish, bucket of fish, bucket of fish. Yeah, what a. That's probably my least favorite Christmas song. Uh, I like the apple bottom jeans version. All right, get out, leave this podcast over. Do you know? Did you do you know of which I'm talking of? <laughs> no. Oh, Scott. So um, it's gonna Flo be Flo Rida did a version of Little Drummer Boy. So somebody took somebody took, um, Little Drummer Boy, and replaced the words of Little Drummer Boy to be like. Apple bottom jeans, boots with the fur. Oh my God! Something, something. Whole club was looking at her. Ding. <laughs> we, exactly. I hated that song. We one year, uh, Mercy Me came out with a version of Drummer Boy. I don't know if you remember that version. It was probably early two yeah. thousands. It's the song sucks. It sucks. But somebody wanted us to do it for youth group one year, so your boy had to try to do the Bart Millard version of it, and you know, lay into it. But man, I hated that song. I never saw the lyrics. I also thought it was weird that we'd do it like in a worship atmosphere. Sometimes, like we, it would be like a full on Sunday like worship set. And it's like, let's talk about this made-up child drummer boy, but along with the very true fact that Christ was born, but we're just sprinkling in these fake characters just for the fun of it. Christmas carols for worship services were always weird. I never understood it, yeah. That was always a weird thing that happened. I remember we sang like Jingle Bells one time, and I was like, this isn't even a freaking Christmas song. (laughs) This is written for fucking Thanksgiving. (laughs) Like... (laughs) And <laughs> I think the closest that I ever understood was like, because you could get kind of like, uh, you know, worshipy with however you wanted to do Silent Night. Yeah, that's a very or Christian song. Yeah. Those, yeah. yeah. Um, but when it just got to doing like the 12 days of Christmas in church, it was like, okay, well, like this isn't. We're just kind of doing stuff now. Is this what we're doing? Eight maids of milking. And you just sit there and like try to worship flea, sing that song. <laughs> Five golden rings. Yeah, I, I never said having carols in this, though, like the worship service itself. It makes about as much sense to me as singing like the national. I was anthem. just about to say, and. <laughs> Our churches still did it, or at least mine did. Man, why? 
Because it's you make the rules at those church. You just you make however you want it to to work out. It's, it's your church. You know, it's it's you make up what you want to do. But uh, speaking of other dumb songs, "Mary Did You Know" is also one of my least favorite. I will yeah. say musically, it's kind of fun. It's a different take it, yeah. on a Christmas song. It kind of breaks it Mary, up. Did you know? Yeah. You can make it kind of sexy. I got accused of singing that song a little too sexy a couple of years ago. Did you know? That's your baby. That's your baby boy. It's stupid because if people read their Bibles, Mary did know. She she was told ahead of time. She was told. She was told by an angel of the Lord that this will happen. I saw... I saw a reel today, and I'm so sorry. I'm forgetting the person who posted it. I should remember oh, these things. Wow. Um, but it was, they walked through it, and it was like, Mary, did you know that your baby boy will one day heal a blind man? She was like, well, like, not specifically, no, but like. But yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like I knew that he would. I was told, an angel. Uh, I feel like you guys aren't listening. That's kind of the, it was just created. It was. It was just a song that was just like, Pulled out of thin air. It's just like, oh, I wonder if Mary knew all of this. Let's talk about this from Mary's. Yeah. Let's give her some credit here. Let's get let's get her perspective about how dumb she is <laughs> and how she didn't know anything. It's okay. She wasn't real. It's fine. She's made up. Uh, <laughs> she's made up. It's fine. She's made up. She's made up lady. Yeah. Made up lady. That one is, I don't know. The lyrics itself just didn't make sense to me to sing, but that one was very much sing like as a worshipful song growing up. Um, oh, for sure. But yeah, we that one was always sung. That one and Christmas shoes were always stopped. Did as you like sing solos. Christmas shoes in church? I never sang Christmas shoes. This one guy oh. would always sing it every single year, and he was. I'm not going to say his actual name on the podcast. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I already have before. Notorious for doing um, that. Yeah, <laughs> no. Um, Ruined thousands of lives. His name was Bobby Ranch, which is pretty damn close to his actual name. Bobby Ranch um, and yeah. Gary Hot Sauce. Yeah, and uh, he would sing Christmas Shoes. He was a really nice man, honestly. Oh, sure, but the best. It yeah. just every single time. I was just like, this song is just so strangely up his alley <laughs> and strangely just out of my city. Yeah. Like, I just, the, the song itself was just so, it, it's such a weird song. I always regarded that a, song no point to it. as a joke song. Like, I grew up thinking that was always, that's how you're supposed to see a song was like a joke. But then I realized people actually liked the song and, would sing it for real. And then I... It was almost Christmas time. Listening to the rain. Come on, Evan. Go ahead. Go ahead, Evan. Christmas shoes. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> uh, did you have any other weird Christmas traditions at your church or in your family that you want the whole world to know about, Evan? Um, 
I mean, we always recited our manifesto for killing JFK. That was oh always one. My... <laughs> was that with the family or as a church? Uh, both. <laughs> um, oh my God. No, uh, there weren't that really. There weren't really that many weird Christmas traditions. We did get a. Me and my cousin both got uh, one year um, life-size nutcrackers from my grandmother that were bigger than us. Nutcrackers. I just call those shoes. <laughs> um but no these were like the actual like wooden nutcrackers with hair wooden nutcrackers with hair i just call those my feet yeah i just call that meat um, <laughs> sorry i'll stop and she gave it to us and completely forgetting that they are bigger than us so they rightfully terrified both of us and so they went unused do you, does anybody have like a, a regular old nutcracker they use on a daily basis? Like, is there a daily nutcracker? Yeah, what, 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 what the fuck does a six year old use a nutcracker? How many for? nuts are people cracking to where they're like, gee, I wish I had a little wooden guy to help me out here? Like, yeah, there's not like, there, there, there isn't, there, we don't have pecans at our house. Pistachios you can rip right open too. You don't need to crack yeah. them. Yeah. And even then, there's an easier way to crack the nut. You get like one of those like little ones you can just like, like, I just break it in my hand. I just, yeah, boom. Also that you just put it down there and just bam right on the table. I'm pretty sure like, any wooden crack nutcracker you just you try to put it in the mouth and you just break its whole jaw off. It just you're you're gonna tell me a little balsa wood home goods nutcracker is gonna chew through black walnut? Get out of here. You tell me like Floygenhagen from IKEA is gonna break through yeah. freaking hard pecans. <laughs> Couldn't say it better myself. I was never gifted anyway, was, a, a nutcracker. That was a, that was a that was it is the weirdest gift I've ever gotten to this day. And I love my grandmother, but it they, they were just so huge. Like you, you can't like as a six year old, they were thirteen feet tall, in my memory. At least, yeah, yeah. Which means that they were bigger than me at the very <laughs> least. Like they were just like enormous in my memory, and terrifying. Yeah. Well, I told you about my greatest gift I ever received at Christmas. I think uh, I Christ salvation. Episodes. Well, that was number one. Then there's a close second. Uh, God's holy word I got for a gift one year. But it was built up for at least a week in my house where my, specifically, well, my parents, I think my, I can't remember if my, someone else was in on it too, but they kept building it up all week. Like, you're going to get one of the greatest gifts you can ever receive. We're so excited that this, it's the best gift anybody could get. And I remember asking like, is it big? And they were like, oh, it's big. Man, so you didn't clock it. You didn't clock the way they were talking. Not at all. I honestly oh, thought man. I was getting a new guitar for Christmas. I was so excited. I was like, "Jeez!" I was Oof. like, "I was like, Mom and Dad pulled out all the stops." And I'm gonna sound like a shitty person because I am. So I'm gonna just keep going with the story. <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah, I thought they were gonna get me like a really extravagant gift because they kept they were building it up, and I just remember being, they were like, "Oh yeah, like this is." This gift is something that will last you forever. They're just saying stuff like that. Like, this gift 
nothing else in the world is better than this for you. And like, we it's know not you the return and, on investment on this. That's move. right. This is something that you will cherish for the rest of your life. You'll always have this by your side. This is your basic instructions before leaving. That's Earth. right. And the, the f- fake excitement enthusiasm I had to put together. Oh man. When I opened that little box, because I remember it came in like a fairly large box. It was like a joke box, like gigantic, but it was like a bigger, you know, had a case and stuff. And I was like, what is it? Like, is it a laptop? Is it something else? Like, what is, what could it be? And then it was just, it was a Bible. It did have my name on it engraved. That was very nice touch. But uh, at the end of the day, it was a Bible. And I didn't yeah. know and what to do with like it. wasn't like you didn't have another one. I also had at least three Bibles at that time in my life because I was God. me. <laughs> this is a Bible, but it's your Bible. All of those other Bibles are just Bibles. Yeah. This is your Bible. I was like, thank you. This is truly the greatest gift in the whole world. Nothing could be better than this. Definitely not an I'm Xbox 360. Play with it. <laughs> Time to go play with my my brother has like a brand new Xbox <laughs> VR headset. I'm just sitting over in the corner, like, Mm-mm-mm. I love just thumbing through this Bible. These pages are crisp. It has Mark and Luke. <laughs> it's got a front and back. Shut up. Oh man. Damn. Well, look at these annotations. <laughs> I think my parents. For what it was worth and for how much of a dork I was about my faith, that was a really great gift for them. Because they that's probably what they saw in me at the time was like, yeah, okay, our son's a huge loser for Christ. What can we get him? <laughs> He's a huge nerd for Christ. How about a Bible? So yeah, I was I was clocked, I, I was read by my parents, as the kids say. Um, no. I mean, like you send out signals. I don't you know what signal they picked up. Really I don't know. understand, like leaving them on vacation to go evangelize and then go have fun at the beach. I don't get it. That, yeah, I don't think I'm being that. I was a little subtle. I thought. I <laughs> 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 yeah I that's the only gift that really stands out for Christmas is being like a a strange or like unexpected gift. Um, how many as a pastor? How many mere Christianities did you get? <laughs> Um, uh, at least one for sure. Actually, for a, yeah. a Christmas, I got a screw tape letter. At least, yeah, yeah. Um, I guess how many like C.S. Lewis books? Yeah, did you get as a pastor, that's the real question. Yeah, I did actually receive a screw tape letters by C.S. Lewis. Um, what else did I get? Somebody got me a Christian adjacent book one time. It was like. Oh, what was it called? I can't. It's the Promise or something like that. It's kind of like a manifest your destiny kind of book, but also slightly Christian kind of book. I don't know. Like one of my like in laws' friends got it for me because they're like, they're like, well, you're a pastor, so you probably know about this stuff. And I was like, this is little a little crazy person wrote this book. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> they're like, and if you pray to God you don't have to do your taxes that year. And I'm like, what? The? <laughs> All right. The duck that's my friend is going to write the next part. <laughs> quack, 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 quack. Listeners, I just want to thank you for being on this journey with us. 
so far. We're 50 something episodes in this podcast, I believe. And you know who the real hero is? The real heroes? Who? The real heroes? Who are they? They are the listeners. They are. Thank you, listeners. Yes. Thank you for being heroes yes. this Christmas season. Um, if you want anything for Christmas, listeners, just reach out to Evan personally and he will purchase it for you. I am Santa. That's right. You just ask for anything and yeah. Evan will hook you up. I've been saying Evan this entire time. I am actually Santa. That's right. He is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I am Santa. Bow before me. <laughs> Sa- yeah. I am your I'm your Christmas God. <laughs> <laughs> Did your church like renounce Santa? I'm curious about this. No, I, it was it, there was always a weird. It was almost as if Santa was the relative that like did something weird one year and <laughs> hasn't come back since. That's kind of the vibe we got around Santa. Like, like he let oh, the kids know, like ride in the car without seat belts and like he had an open can of beer in the car. We told Aunt Bertha she was fat, like something like that, like <laughs> something to the extent of just offending the entire congregation. Because it'd be like, oh, man, I'm asking for this for Christmas from Santa. Oh, well, don't forget who's the real reason for the season. That is a really strange thing. Like, I would, I wish we spent more time on this topic. Uh, keeping, like, the whole magic of Santa alive in a Southern Baptist church, but also being surrounded by people who are trying to, like, get you out of the Santa-verse constantly Mm -hmm. makes no sense like you'd have all these innocent little kids who believe in santa and then you have they go to church and like you said it's like people have to remind them like well you can talk to santa but just remember santa reports to jesus (laughs) that's how it was kind of santa is jesus's lieutenant (laughs) like it's weird that santa had superpowers like jesus but didn't die on a cross they didn't and have wood honestly, big enough better to hang ones. <laughs> better superpowers. Like he can reduce his size. Yeah. He can travel at the speed of light. He can slow down time where only he experiences the slowdown and not anyone else. Whoa. He can turn into Tim Allen. He can also turn into Tim Allen. He can put on a voice like Tom Hanks. But it is his flying ability is dependent upon whether or not people believe in him. That's right. And the weather. That's the thing. Like Christ is Christ here today and tomorrow. Santa isn't Santa if people will stop believing. That's his kryptonite, is unbelieving children. Mm-hmm. So yeah. they just suck the yeah. power out of him. He'll fall right out of the sky if he goes over a non believer. Yeah. So if he sees a kid that doesn't believe in Santa, that kid just like punches him in the nuts, he's dead. His nuts are his life button. Like, if you punch him in the nuts, <laughs> it's over. He just instantly, he's gone. Eat shit, old man. <laughs> I was imagining, like, ho, ho, if he ho, just flies ho, over, like, a pocket of non-believers, they, the reindeer just drop out of the sky, just like normal yeah, reindeer. Just, yeah. Yeah. Just get yeah. caught in a it power line. It's like they all got shot in the sky immediately. They're just like, yep. Yeah, saying all the poundage. Rudolph, whoa! His diabetes reactivates in the sky. My blood sugar. That's the other. That's the other unlike, not really talked about superpower. Santa is his sheer metabolism. (laughs) 
Yeah. That guy's uh he's got some serious like ways of digest sugars. Like, he eats at least a billion cookies. <laughs> at least one billion <laughs> cookies per year. Once a year on one night only. That's right. Yeah. He uh <laughs> Dear God, that has to add up to somewhere around a billion gallons That's right. of milk. Yeah, he's definitely, yeah, if he was diabetic, yeah, he would be no feet by now. Just zero feet. Yeah. Just nubs. Just walking around. Oh, yeah. oh my gosh. Uh, what did you, last last thing, I guess we're getting towards the end, but what did you put out for Santa as a kid? What was your go-to? Oh, oh I put out for Santa. <laughs> I'm so. Uh, this is not a good episode for me. I'm way too slap happy. <laughs> um, no, we did cookies and milk. We did cookies, and milk. We did uh, Any- chips ahoy and. Oh okay. Milk. Wow. Anything for the reindeer? I think sometimes we we might have left out carrots. Carrots. Maybe an apple. An apple. Yeah. Interesting. No, no porn mags for the reindeer, and Santa. <laughs> Yeah, no, uh, no guns and ammo for the the reindeer with like a full, like naked doe in there. It's just a naked reindeer, aka normal reindeer. They're always nude. (laughs) Exactly. It's just uh, a reindeer just standing up like this. I know people can't see. No outdoor living, no Hunter's Magazine uh, for the reindeer. (laughs) Gotta say, no Gander Mountain Magazine. Oh, no. For the reindeer. Nope. We always did a a bowl of sugar for the reindeer. Was it a bowl of sugar? A bowl of sugar. Yeah. And then they would leave Rudolph would leave his nose print in it the next morning. That was always oh, our magic. I your parents just ate a fucking bowl of sugar. <laughs> <laughs> they got to Yeah, don't just toss it in the trash. They got to commit to the bit. And it's a full bowl of sugar every year. <laughs> My parents would just scarf How down. How big is this bowl? Oh, like a popcorn oh bowl. Oh my god, they'd be dead. Like, <laughs> oh man. Now we just oh do like a little, fucking... you know, just a little tiny cup of sugar, and it'd be out with cookies and milk. And then we'd come downstairs, and half cookie be eaten, a little milk would be gone, and. My parents really got into the theatrics of the night before with us. And I think it was because we were little shits and we didn't want to go to bed because it was Christmas. Um, oh, like the story but, the night before? Or? Oh, no. Oh. Just like setting up the theatrics oh, yeah, yeah. to try to get us to go to sleep. Because I remember one year, one of them was in the bedroom with us. And then the other one, like, stomped around on the floor above us. We were in a two-story um stomped around right above us with like jingle bells oh man and the other one was like oh, hear that it's reindeer on the roof you have to go to sleep or else santa might not come back and did you believe it were you like locked in absolutely i went i went right the fuck to sleep <laughs> like, i gotta get me my playstation one yeah <laughs> <No>. <laughs> We would. I remember one year in particular. My parents also cranked up the theatrics, and all I remember is we went to bed. Me and my brother. We had bunk beds, 
on the second floor. And at some point we saw like a light like flashing across our window. And then there was like a red light that quickly flashed across the window. And then we heard this like thumping on the roof. And then I found out years later that it was my dad out in the yard and he just had two flashlights and he was like pretending to have like Santa's the front of the sleigh and like Rudolph's nose. And then he had a bucket of baseballs and soft and he was throwing them on the roof to make it sound like Santa and them were like taken off and stuff. Dad of the year right there. I was like, dang, that's no, you know, that's, right that's, that's getting into it. Yeah. He was getting, getting in the it. Christmas spirit, but yeah. that was probably when I was, I don't know, maybe four or five. Cause I was pretty young when I, the whole thing fell apart for me. How old were you when uh, you Boy. found out, you know, so this might be the last thing we talk about, but, um, so I'm pretty sure by the time I was eight, I knew, but I'm pretty sure by the time I was eight, I knew, but like, um, I remember the exact moment where I stopped believing in Santa. I remember too. Exact yeah. Moment. No. Um, I had a bully in third grade. We're going to call him Derek. Fuck Derek. Derek was a bully. He bullied me. And then we got out for Christmas break. We, you know, everybody went to their own houses and everything like that. Then we came back in the new year. My teacher was like, all right, everybody, write down on your paper your favorite thing that Santa got you this year. And I was sitting there and I was like, oh, hell yes. Yeah. Derek won't be writing down anything because he was bad this year. And Santa doesn't give presents to bad children. So I was just writing all the things I got for Christmas <laughs> with a shit-eating grin on this piece of notebook paper. Yeah, no way that fucking Derek's going to get a gift. And then it gets over to Derek, and I remember clear as day, he stands up and he goes, my favorite gift from Santa was the Transformer I got. Dang. And in that moment, I didn't believe in God anymore. <laughs> you were like all of it. <laughs> Santa, God all the way up. The veil's been torn. Boy. Like, none of it. Like, but I remember like as a kid being like, that's not possible. Yeah. This can't be. And I, I was just like, so there is no nice and naughty list. Santa's just a universalist. Like he gives he gives gifts to all the children, regardless whether or not they're good or bad. You're like, the magic man, he's still magical, just magic to everybody. He can't be non magic. There's yeah. That was the only that's the only solution. It couldn't be his oh parents. Oh my god, man! Because that was a slur on the playground. Was it was like, oh well, his his parents probably gave him that that toy. <laughs> a <laughs> slur. Yeah, he got gifts from yeah, yeah. parents this year, not actual Santa. Yeah, Danny's a real jackass. Is really what you're saying. <laughs> I remember also the exact moment I found out that Santa wasn't real. It was probably first grade. And I asked for a, I don't know what company made it. I think it was like Mattel, but they made this like cheapy kind of like laser tag set. You know, you get like a little yeah. little laser gun and like a little vest thing. And I was like, I remember asking for that specific. I was like, I want this laser tag set. And then maybe like a week before Christmas, I think I was like playing with Hot Wheels or something, you know, boy stuff. 
and uh yeah yeah playing with trucks you know and all that stuff uh but then i was playing like in our guest bedroom and i went under the bed and i found the laser tag set underneath the guest bed and my first thought as like a kid was like now why did santa leave this at our house early (laughs) and i was just really pontificating about it i was just like why would santa come almost a week early and he got the gift I wanted, but why? And I started thinking and thinking and thinking. I think the next night, it was just festering in me. I just couldn't keep it. I'd like talk to my brother because I thought he still believed because he didn't say a single word to me. And so I asked him, I was like, do you think mom and dad buy the gifts for us and Santa just doesn't? <laughs> and he was just like, <laughs> I'm going to tell you something. <laughs> he was like, you might want to sit down for this. <laughs> And that was the rest of history. Open a cold one, Scott. You're going <laughs> to need it. Here's a cold 2% for you. <laughs> Here, have a cold Capri Sun. You're going to want it. Yeah. Take it easy. But yeah, that's that's all I got for this So this yeah. Christmas. So uh, why don't you go ahead and, I guess, wrap us up here, Evan, with a, a Christmas well wish to all of our listeners. Absolutely. In the most theatrical Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. Uh, we really appreciate it. Um, you can find us on unblessedpodcast.com. Dot com. Um, that's unblessedpodcast. Uh, Unpressed.com. Blodcast. Unpressed. Unblodcast. Unbreast. Un- unbreasted blodcast. Yeah. Unimpressed. <laughs> Unimpressed <laughs> potatocast.org. <laughs> Jesus. Um, but we really appreciate you listening. My name is Evan. And I'm Scott. And... Keep the Christ in Christmas. Thank you. Keep the Christ in Christmas, everyone.